For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Drew Somerville. I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. Princeton doesn't have an African Studies department. Instead, we have a program in African Studies that consists of faculty with interests related to Africa. But what's the future of African Studies at Princeton? It's Friday, December 9th. We asked some students who support the creation of an African Studies major why they advocate for it. Uh, A few years ago, there was, I think it was called the Black Justice League. They um, were protesting in Nassau Hall um, for a lot of different things. And another, like, sort of, uh, demand that they had was like having AFS and AAS as both departments, both as departments. Um, and since then we've had AAS as a department, but um, AFS is still, you know, it's still just a program. Africa is like an entire continent with so, with so many like countries and so like so much rich history that is really relevant to like a lot of contemporary like issues we see today, present day in like United States. And I think not offering an African studies major is a disservice and it kind of sends like a subliminal message that kind of like reinforces like institutional norms of like white supremacy in a sense that it's like kind of like the university perpetuates the idea that Africa is like not worthy of studying as an academic subject in the same way that like other regions are like in the school. The students you just heard from are Jacob Amba and Chris Butcher. Before diving into the present and the future of African Studies at Princeton, let's take a look at the past. The first proposals for the African Studies program were announced at Princeton by Edward D. Sullivan, Dean of the College, as reported in the February 28, 1969 issue of The Prince. The proposal included a certificate program for both African and Afro-American studies. The explanation for a program structure, as opposed to a full department, was to allow for a multidisciplinary approach to African studies but this was not meant to be a permanent structure. At the time, W. Roderick Hamilton, class of 1969, president of the Association of Black Collegians, expressed that, quote, it is good in an initial situation. It would be tragedy if it did not become a department. 53 years later, the requirements for their certificate have remained almost completely the same. This includes a requirement to write about Africa in independent work as upperclassmen, taking the required program, seminar in either junior or senior year, and taking four classes listed under African studies. In the meantime, Afro-American studies became a concentration in 2015, now known as African-American studies or AAS. While the interests of students and scholarship in African studies are experiencing growth and change over time, the university's approach has not. When African Studies was still becoming a program back in the 1960s, an interdepartmental committee was formed and headed by Assistant Professor of Anthropology David W. Crabb and Assistant Professor of History Robert L. Tigner. The chairman of the Committee on Regional Studies at the time, History Professor Cyril E. Black, stressed that the formation of a program is quite lengthy and complex, as you would need to develop new courses, hire more professors, among other administrative details. At the time that article was written in the 1960s, there were only two courses related to African studies. These were Anthropology 330, Cultural Areas of the Americas and Africa, and History 327, History of Colonial Asia and Africa in the 19th and 20th centuries. According to the article, Mr. Tigner, quote, hopes to see development of course concerning African politics in the very near future. Professor Chika Okeke Agolo has been the director of the program in African Studies for two years, but he's been on the executive committee for the program since soon after his arrival to Princeton in 2008. We asked him if he thought there was a possibility of the creation of a Department of African Studies here at Princeton. Um, that's a decision for Nassau Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, Princeton does not uh, typically mint departments. It's very reticent uh, about 
uh, establish a new department if you look at the university's history. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not holding my breath uh, for that, although that would be a desire. Professor Mahiri Mwita, a Swahili lecturer in the Princeton Institute for International and Regional Studies, or PIIRS, has been working at Princeton since 2004. During his 18 years at Princeton, he has observed changes in interest in the African Studies program. For example, we had uh, a professor who was doing in engineering programs and projects in East Africa. Uh, I used to draw a lot of uh, students from engineering because the students who were actually involved in doing projects in East Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, there were professors who were offering courses in uh, Africa in the SPEAR. Then, then it was Woodrow Wilson program. Mm -hmm. So I used to get a lot of students because there are professors whose interests were actually uh, in the study of Africa. Uh, there used to be a lot of interest. But following the departure of several of these interdisciplinary professors, he noticed a decrease in the number of students interested in Africa. So what I've learned is that as uh, uh, the offerings in African studies uh, goes down as it decreases, student interest also decreases. But based on conversations with student leaders on campus, there is and has been sustained student interest in African studies on campus. Max Jacobson, class of 2024, president of the Princeton African Students Association, talked to the Prince about the important distinction between the current program in African studies as opposed to the creation of a department of African studies. Princeton has a very clear distinction between what a program is and what a department is, and that has a lot, very large implications for what they're able to do. You know, and if, for example, with African studies, what we really want is, for example, faculty who are housed and based in a department for African studies. And um, that is not something that a program has the funding or the ability to do. It doesn't have the physical space to do that either, you know? And so because of that, a lot of faculty that are really great Africanists who are studying and dedicating their scholarly work to Africa are housed in many different programs or departments across the university. We have great faculty in comparative literature, in English, in history. Uh, we have great faculty in the engineering side of things as well, in the sciences. And many of these are just disconnected, but in reality, there could be a department that could foster a sense of unity, a sense of connection. Um, and in doing so, really, uh, be a, um, a champion of this field here at Princeton. In December 2021, Ney Chibu, class of 2025, an opinion columnist at the Prince, wrote a column calling for the creation of a Department of African Studies at Princeton. It's linked in the show notes below. In her piece, Chobu pointed out the more extensive African Studies offerings at peer institutions across the Ivy League. I will say since the I wrote my piece, I do think that there has been some improvement like I you know I had course selection last week and I did see that there were some uh, new African studies courses available I'm glad to see that there is uh, some expansion but there's definitely a lot more work to be done Professor Muita pointed out the way that the lack of a departmental home for African studies has made it quote impossible to create an African studies community on campus the academic department is uh, is what recruits professors it gives tenure it gets money regulates the curriculum, recruits students, and then creates some kind of home for the academic community. But without an academic department, I think all we are doing is just superficial, is just to present a picture that we're also talking about Africa, but really we don't have a home for 
um, for African Studies academics. Mm. We reached out to the university to ask what they view as the future of African studies on campus. Spokesperson Michael Hotchkiss told the Prince that the university is, quote, excited about African studies, mentioning recent approval for funding for a Gize professor through PIIRS. When asked about the creation of an African studies department, Hotchkiss said, quote, creating a new department requires several things to happen, including sufficient faculty and student interest and capacity for teaching. In addition, the curriculum for a major must be assessed and approved by the academic planning group and by the faculty committee on the course of study. When we spoke to Professor Okeke Ogulo, he also praised the creation of the Africa World Initiative, which will have office space on campus. Pointing ahead to the future of Princeton graduates, Professor Mwita pointed out the importance of Africa on the global stage. I think uh, we have a duty, and this country also has a duty, to educate their young people about Africa. Because uh, if... Uh, if uh, I don't know how much you've, you learned about Africa in your schooling, uh, but uh, the reality is that um, most, of the, uh, most of the repertoire we've had uh, in this country, especially through media, through everything else, is that Africa is backward, is corrupt. Is, um, the only thing positive you will hear about Africa is going to see animals, a safari or something like that. But yet, Africa has been the focus of every continent. There is this deliberate uh, kind of uh, attempt to paint Africa as irrelevant and yet behind the back the government is investing there. They are looking at what they can get there. So we need to relearn what we know about Africa. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we need to train ourselves in the Western world to relearn on how to look at Africa if we want to be relevant in Africa in the future. And that is not happening. And uh, that's why I get excited when you are doing work like what you are doing. Uh, we need to retell the story of Africa. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Melat Bekele, Lena Kim, and me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. I'm Drew Somerville. Have a wonderful day.